Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. She grew up with the children of the stars. Another special playoff episode of Believe in Kings here on LA's number one sports podcast network. Even though the Kings season is over, four-time Stanley Cup champ Kevin McClelland is here with me to talk playoffs because, well, we're just fans of the game, which I imagine you are as well since you're tuning in with us. So, Kevin, let's get right to it. What did you think of Game 2 of the finals? Jeez, St. Louis does exactly what they did. All uh, all playoffs long, they just play so hard and big and physical and wear teams down. And, you know, their defense is jumping up and causing the wingers to work extra hard. So, you know, they uh, they got their game going, obviously, in January. And uh, we're one of the better teams down the stretch. And they're, you know, carrying it into the playoffs and the Stanley Cup finals. Like, that was a huge win for that hockey club last night. Oh, absolutely. I keep waiting, though, for, like you mentioned, this team has kind of just turned around in January. I'm kind of waiting for it to all start to collapse, but it just doesn't seem to be. No, I don't know if it's going to. I mean, everyone's waiting for Bennington to, uh, you know, maybe have a couple, couple, three bad games in a row. But, you know, anytime he looks like he's starting to shake a little bit, he pulls it back together pretty quick. But, you know, just a very, yeah. phys- very physical hockey group. And, you know they're wearing uh, wearing Boston down. They, another kid last night got hurt, obviously, and those kind of hits. I think that they should be uh, uh, reprimanded a little bit harder than what they did last night. That was a blatant, you know, mm. uh, push to the guy's head in the glass. And during the regular season, yeah. that's going to be that's going to be a five minute major, and the guy's up for uh, up for review in front of the NHL. And then last night's a, a two minute penalty, and the guy has to go to the hospital. He got hospitalized last night. Oh, seriously? Wow. Yeah, so, again, big physical group, uh, uh, St. Louis, and uh, they're, they're firing all cinder- cylinders, and they got the whole uh, whole uh, St. Louis city behind them, obviously, because it's been such a drill. That was their first uh, win in a Stanley Cup final ever last night. That's unbelievable, eh? Amazing, and it seems to be, like you mentioned, it seems to be that the two teams that are in the finals – are the two most physical teams in the NHL right now. Yeah, I mean, that physicality is still part of the game. And, uh, you know, when you got guys, uh, yeah. Boston's defense uh, pay the price right now, and they're crashing the boards hard. So, again, physical hockey's always uh, warranted. You know, some of the, the extra shots after and uh, the scrums in front of the net, I think that the refs got to clamp down on them a little bit. Uh, I think you got too many guys are getting away with a lot of extra crap out there. Now, does this remind you kind of of the hockey that you played in your day? Yeah, it is. It's uh, like I said before, it's a different animal in the playoffs, and you know, it uh, it's a long, grueling grind, and uh, you got to be uh, mentally ready for it, physically ready for it. And again, there was a lot of uh, crashing and banging when we played too. But you know, when uh, uh, that St. Louis guy hit that guy from behind last night in the boards, that guy would have had to pay for the price right there on the spot. You know what I mean? Mm. And uh, you know, mm-hmm. he, would, he wouldn't have had a chance to go to the penalty box, you know, and if he did, he was going to go for at least another five minutes. Well, the refs really seem to be letting them play right now. Like, there's a lot of that face washing, uh, you know, 
poking and prodding that goes on that they're just not calling. Do you think this is kind of leading to those cheap shots after the whistle? Well, I think, you know, once you set a precedent and uh, know you can get away with a little bit extra, I think that's where you, uh, you know, always test the waters. And I think they're testing the waters right now. And, you know, hopefully, you know, no one seriously gets hurt because they give them that extra rope in the playoffs. But uh, uh, they're letting the guys play. They're letting the guys decide the games, which I believe they should. And yeah. uh, they're not stepping in and making goofy calls. But then they will step in and make a goofy call. That one uh, at Boston, uh, uh, St. Louis got the power play in the third period. And an interference when the two guys yeah. just ran, ran into each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. some of the calls aren't making sense. And then some of the calls are they're letting uh, letting go don't make sense. So again, it's, that's uh, that's what hockey's been for years and years and years and years. But uh, you know, some of these guys that don't uh, play that type of game and all of a sudden do that in the playoffs. That's why I'm saying back in the day they wouldn't even think twice of doing that because they knew they would have had to answer the bell. Right. And I don't mind uh, like refereeing has got to be one of the toughest jobs out there. And I don't mind when they do let things go a little bit um, because it. Nothing irks me more than when they try to over control the game and the game is all about the refereeing. That just really, really sucks for the fans and for the players. So, you know, it's a really fine line. Yeah. And the referees, I got so much respect for those guys. And, uh, you know, I never had a problem with the refs or the linesmen when I played. They were all just great guys and out there trying to do their best. And it's it's the toughest job. It's the toughest job. But you know they're letting the guys play, and that's what you want. You want uh, you want uh, the teams deciding who's going to win the games. And you go back to San Jose, Las Vegas, and you know the ref sort of stepped in there in a call they didn't even see, and all of a sudden they had a big uh, big reason why Vegas didn't go on. So again, now they're letting them play a little bit. That's what you want, and uh, you know the team that's playing the hardest hardest right now is going to win. And St. Louis right now is uh, a real tough team to play against for sure. Exactly. And as a coach, how do you approach um, this style of hockey? Like, is it something um, you can help your players out with? Is there something you can tell them or is it just, you know, got to be something that comes from within them? Well, it, you know, your coach always has to be, keep you calm and keep you keep you in check. And like I said, emotions you see are getting real high out there. A lot of scrums and everything like that. And your players got to be told. They can't cross the line. As soon as you cross the mm-hmm. line and do something real goofy, that's when they're going to put you in the box. And if it's a 2-2 game like last night late and uh, you take a stupid penalty, uh, it's going to cost you the game and it'll eventually cost you the Stanley Cup Finals. So, again, all they're preaching is play hard, play whistle to whistle, uh, you know, don't do anything stupid, you know, uh, know that you're going to get hit. It's a tough game, but don't retaliate, you know. Yeah, for sure. Now, I noticed, too, uh, not only are they – are both teams playing super hard, but both teams are blocking shots. It's, you know, it's a physical game all around on the defensive and the offensive. Uh, Nordstrom blocked a couple shots in a row there. I, I didn't know how he even got back up. It was crazy. That's unbelievable that I never blocked a shot in my life. So I could tell you what, that guy's a lot tougher than I was for sure. But <laughs> don't forget, we used to have those catalogs for shin pads back when I played. So we could, we could, <laughs> We couldn't really black block shots, but yeah, every guy, everyone's sacrificing out there. When you see uh, one of your players doing that, it becomes contagious on your hockey club, and uh, everybody starts doing it. So again, everyone uh, is blocking the shots or taking that punch in the mouth or taking that whack to get uh, 
a rebound, they're crashing a net. So right now it's really uh, smash mouth, smash mouth hockey out there for sure. You brought up a good point there about uh, the equipment. Stuff has changed a lot since the days when you played. Um, do you think that allows players to maybe be a little bit more aggressive and play the game physically? Yeah, they're they're a lot more protected for sure. Like those elbow pads that they got now are just like uh, two big concrete blocks on your elbows. It's it's they unbelievable. Can be, those they can be like weapons actually. Yeah, that's why you know a lot of, you know you get those elbows up higher. Or the shoulder pads are, you know, really big and bulky nowadays. You know, you get hit in the chin with those, you're going down. So the equipment's come a long way. Obviously, when we're talking about blocking shots and everything, the equipment's come a long way to be able to do that too. Like I said, you know, we had pretty flimsy stuff back when we played. Not quite the catalogs that I said, but uh, <laughs> pretty much for sure. So, yeah, equipment has a, has a, a big play in it for sure. Yeah, and the Blues uh, definitely took advantage of some of that. They uh, were taking shot after shot after shot. They played the entire third period and overtime in the Bruins' end. It's I'm really glad that they were able to score on that because that really gets into a team's head uh, and you just don't convert. Yeah, it, uh, you know, a lot of times you see a team having a barrage and, you know, taking six or seven shots in a row, and then all of a sudden the other team comes down and gets a gets a fluky one. So, you know, it was a great result for St. Louis last night. I said, you know, they're uh, really, really uh, wearing Boston down, obviously. That defenseman went out last night, so Boston was playing with five. So it was a difficult tax for Boston, Boston last night. They're going to have to regroup. Boston's played well on the road all, all season. Next game's a huge game. Whoever, yeah. obviously, whoever obviously wins that game, you know, is uh, is, is going to be key to winning the series. If St. Louis goes up 2-1, then all the pressure is going to be on uh, Boston for game four. And if uh, Boston obviously wins game three, it, St. Louis is in a real pickle going into game four trying to get that evened up. So uh, huge marbles on the line on Saturday night. And mm-hmm. again, I, I, I'm picking St. Louis. They're going to come out and they're going to uh, nice. body, 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 and they're just going to wear Boston down. I mean, San Jose last uh, uh, didn't even have enough guys to put on a plane to go and play in St. Louis for Game Six. So they're just <laughs> uh, they're just wearing everybody down and making it real tough. And uh, we'll see uh, see how Boston responds now. Yeah, back to St. Louis with the split will definitely uh, definitely be a, a story. For whoever comes away with the next win in St. Louis, um, Gunnarsson, I was very impressed with him. He's sniping really well. He uh, he he uh, dinged one off the post with two minutes left in the regular time, and then he was the one that got the overtime. Uh, and it was a beauty one-timer slap shot from the blue line. He hopefully he can, you know, convert on some of that in uh, the next game. Yeah, he's just, uh, right now, he's just getting pucks to the net. And you saw the one there that he almost won it with about uh, two or three minutes left in the yeah. third period. He just got it to the net, gave it an opportunity. And again, you know, his uh, one-timer in, uh, in overtime, he made sure he hits the net. And that's what I preach to all my guys, and I know they do in the NHL too, as defensemen. If you got time to do that big slap shot, let her go. But if not, just give it a chance and get it to the net. And uh, it was obviously a great result by him. Lots of traffic in front, and Rafs didn't really have a chance on that one. 
No, that was his first uh, career playoff goal too. So he's uh, he's really coming too. That's a that's a nice story, Shannon. Yeah. In in the playoffs, and you know, I go back to when I played in that uh, one nothing goal against Islanders. I still get credit for that 30, 35 years later. So it's <laughs> it's, it's great for these guys that uh, you know don't get a lot of accolades during the season, and all of a sudden come up with a big goal, and uh, you know get to have that spotlight for a day or two is awesome for those guys. You know what I mean? Exactly. And do you think because of the situation with St. Louis um, that the pressure is really on, they're really going to be feeling the pressure, especially now that they're going back into St. Louis? Do you think that's going to play a part? No, because, I mean, did you did you think St. Louis was going to be uh, uh, playing in the Stanley Cup finals like four months ago? Not at all. No. And, uh, you know, I think the only pressure is maybe because of the drought now that gets brought up a lot. But for St. Louis to be where they are, uh, they just got to be having fun. And I know Chief, uh, Chief, we call him Chief Berube, uh, uh <laughs> is, is preaching that and just saying, hey, guys, enjoy the ride here. We're not supposed to be here. What are we even doing here? You know what I mean? We're right. doing here, just go and play the game like we've been playing. So there's no pressure at all. St. Louis has done a heck of a job from January uh, on into the playoffs. Uh, Berube took over and uh, just did an amazing job. These guys are just going out and having fun and letting things uh, uh, sort out. But right now, they're going to be very, very difficult to beat. I agree. Now, as a coach, what would you be saying to your team right now if you were in his shoes? To which uh, team, Boston? To St. Saint Louis. Louis. I'd just be saying, just go and play the same way. I mean, make sure we get back. And, uh, you know, I imagine uh, Bruby, he's an old-timer. He'll probably put all his players in a hotel and uh, keep them away from the – uh, from their places right now to keep all the distractions away. You know, they only got about 10 more days here to make a statement and, uh, you know, put St. Louis on the map and uh, give them the first Stanley Cup. So he just wants to keep them focused. He wants them to, as soon as they walk back through that back door at the rink, just uh, put everything else behind and focus on the game. And uh, that's what we had to do when we played. You know, everyone's got their problems, everyone's got their issues. But when you walk through that back door, it's game time and you leave that all behind. Okay. Now, what about if you were the Boston Bruins coach? What are you going to be telling them? Well, they just, uh, you know, they got to they gotta get a lot more opportunities and uh, uh, generate a lot more offense, which they've had no problem doing all year. Uh, they've been a good road team. So, again, they just got to go out and play their type of game. And, uh, you know, hopefully Rass has a good game that they, he can make the key saves and get out of uh, St. Louis with at least one win. And that's all they got to do is they got to get the approach and they got to win one of those two games. So, again, they're not going to tell them too much. You can't really say too much this time of year. You know, they've gotten there because they're both good teams and, and they're working hard and they're playing hard. So, again, just go and play your game. Boston should have all the confidence of playing on the road. They've done well on the road uh, uh, all through the playoffs. They had a tough game in Toronto. They had to win to get back to Boston. They got it done. So, they've been there, done that, and uh, I think Cassie will just probably leave them alone with the – only a few words for sure. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, the next game. I think, like you mentioned, it's going to be a huge one. And, uh, yeah, hopefully all you fans will tune in as well. Yeah, and hopefully all the L.A. King fans are watch- hoping, watching the, the playoffs here and know that uh, the L.A. Kings uh, staff is making a lot of moves and getting prepared for the draft. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, next year at this time we're talking about the Kings in the Stanley Cup Finals. 
Absolutely. We've just got over 20 days uh, until the draft. So that's coming up as well. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be good. And the draft's always fun. And uh, I know LA is going to get some good picks out of it. And, uh, uh, you know, I know them, all the players that are watching the Stanley cup finals, this is where it really starts hurting and you want to get back on the ice. So those guys will be getting ready to go in the fall. And like I said, hopefully we're here talking about them in the Stanley cup finals next year. Absolutely. Thanks, Kevin. And don't forget, if you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe. You can find us at Believe.com, along with a bunch of other great shows covering all of LA sports teams. Once again, we thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.